When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hey, we'll get to the show in just a second. Before that, I wanted to say thank you to all of our wonderful listeners and invite you to get connected on even a deeper level by joining our email list. You guys know we are always up to something fun and cool. And so if you want to be the first to know, then just get on there. Go to manifestitnowshow.com and join. You'll also get the three keys to manifesting faster. And here we go. Hello and welcome to Manifest It Now. I am here with your LOA coach, Jenny Gain. And I am here with Cassie Parks, your LOA business coach. And I'm so excited. A little hint on our topic today. We're going to talk about whether you should be happy all the time, whether that's possible. Uh, We get this question. I get this in um, coaching a lot. Like yes. People think that they really should be happy all the time, mm-hmm. and uh, so we're going to talk about that, all about that, but um, first, Jenny, I want to hear what you're excited about. I am so excited about our topic, but also, <laughs> um, I am excited about my Get Clear in the New Year workshop coming up in a couple weeks, so really excited to delve into that and um, help people just get really set for the new year so they're feeling like awesome when they walk into it. So if you guys haven't heard about that or don't have all the details, just shoot me an email and uh, we can connect more about that. So what are you excited about? Oh my goodness. I am excited about, you know, I just, uh, one of my clients just got to experience um, my place. She got to, you know, live at the Four Seasons for a couple days and um, just enjoy. Live the life. Yeah, Yeah. right? And just enjoy and see what it's all about and enjoy the view. And like, I'm just so excited that I get to facilitate that experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. that's for, very cool. Yeah, that's always, that's like my favorite part of moving in is like having friends over and they get to experience it. Mm-hmm. And like really like, and my clients come there for, um, you know, they come there when we do some work together, but like to actually just have it on her own was a very cool experience to be able to give her. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. That's something to definitely to be excited about. Definitely. We want to say to you guys, um, all the entries coming in for the contest, we love and to keep them coming because we are going to be announcing the winner next, uh, next week's show. Definitely. So excited. So to enter, make sure to still get your entry in. You just go to manifestitnowcontest.com, enter your physical address that we can mail you some temporary tattoos that say, I am awesome because Mm -hmm. you are awesome. Obviously, you're listening to our show. You're extra awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so um, just put the temporary tattoo somewhere and take a picture, um, a selfie, or have someone else take a picture where we can see it. And um, tell us why you're awesome and take the picture somewhere that's like shows you and your awesomeness. Yes. So I'm excited. Such good pictures are coming in. It's mm-hmm. so awesome. They're fun to look at and to get to see your guys' faces too. Yes. And so, Cass, what do you have for people who are maybe want a little extra money in their life? Not mm-hmm. like many people want extra money, but right, no, <laughs> right. Um, let's see. So, if ten thousand dollars in your life would feel awesome. You can go to manifest10k.com and join the hottest money manifesting party on the planet. I mm-hmm. think um, it's 
guide you step by step. You have um, built-in cheerleaders in the Facebook group. Uh, and again, just the steps to follow, which is so cool to manifest more money in your life. So Manifest10k.com. That's right. And Jenny, what do you have? Well, if you guys haven't already, you can go to LOAskillstraining.com and get access to my free four-part video training series. So I'm going to go over a few things, a few key things but that I've found really helped me along the deliberate creation process, um, getting clear on what you want, how to know you're on the right path, and like the number one mistake that I find most LOA people get caught up on. So yeah, LOAskillstraining.com and... What else would we like to tell our listeners? Mm. If you love our show, subscribe on iTunes mm-hmm. and uh, leave us a review. That helps other people find us. Yeah, and then we know how we um, can best serve you guys. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email us. We're so appreciative of you being here and this whole we get to do what we love and we hopefully get to help you guys get a little bit clear on your path and it's all just a beautiful co-creation and yeah thank you for listening yes we love you all should we dive into whether or not you should be happy so cassie can't should i be happy all the time (laughs) (laughs) i don't I don't think that you should put that pressure on yourself to, like, feel like you have to be happy all the time. Oh, my gosh. So true. (laughs) Right? Did you, like, I actually used to feel this way. Like, I actually, for a good majority of my life, used to feel like, well, I know how the law of attraction works. I know that I can re-guide my thoughts. So I should be feeling happy all the time. Mm. But you're right. Pressure. Whoa. Right? I mean, like, it's really hard to be happy with all that pressure. Mm -hmm. But is that pressure made up? Like, like I can, I just make that up in my head, right? So if I had a way to kind of dispel that, even, so if I, if it didn't feel pressure, should I be happy all the time? I mean, should is always like, (laughs) right? Yeah, Yeah, should is always, you know, has a little bit of, um, a pressure attached yeah, to it, I think. You're right. Like, so I think, can you be can happy I be all, happy all, the all the time? And yeah, I think that we can have an overall like be happy while feeling other emotions. Yes, um, like that's the way I feel about it. It's like we can be happy even when it hurts, mm-hmm. you know, or we're angry. Like we can still be happy to be alive, happy to be experiencing mm-hmm. a life that has a full range. Right. Right. Life where there, you're so happy that there is sadness because mm-hmm. you love life so much or that you're experiencing like emotions, you know, because you're living fully because you're a connected human being. Yes. Yeah. I think that's been one of my biggest realizations in the past I don't know, even the past year has been this idea of we're here to experience and Mm. experiencing all the whole range of emotions. And that makes our life feel like so much more full. And it's not that we have to, but you're right. There is something underlying that, um, when you're, when I'm feeling sad or when I'm feeling angry or when I'm feeling frustrated, those like those emotions love to hang out in that it still feels an element of well-being or knowingness like underneath that yes Mm -hmm. I love that yeah because returning like so majority of the time I would say like I'm happy right but I'm always like underlying happy like even if Mm -hmm. things aren't perfect and I don't feel 
happy, quote unquote. Right. Now, would you define it as like, let's get clear on like what happy means to you, because Mm -hmm. I guess this would be different for everybody. So Mm -hmm. to me, if you're saying you're happy all the time, I see you as like smiley, bouncy Cassie all the time, (laughs) you know, but if, so I can imagine how it would be hard for someone to conceptualize, how are you happy and sad at the same time? Yeah, I can totally get that. And I haven't found the word that I use. So I'll use like uh, a friend and I were having this conversation and she was talking about how Brooke Castillo describes this. Mm-hmm. And Brooke Castillo says like she's not happy all the time, but there's an overall sense of well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like I like that. I wouldn't like probably say well-being mm-hmm. is like mine. Um, but there's it's more a happiness to be alive. Mm-hmm. Like, And to me, that's like um, a gratefulness like an appreciation Mm, to be alive yeah yeah Yeah. so it's overall like an appreciation for life Mm -hmm. um as that that's your like underlying um emotion that you carry through things that allows you to travel through all the emotions and likely pop back to the higher vibing places easier definitely yeah and pop back easier yeah yeah, and it is that. It's that appreciation that um, it is an appreciation for life and, like, being able to live and being able to experience, really, mm-hmm. and knowing how to pop back to that happiness place. Because mm-hmm. I think I lived a lot of my life being unhappy a lot of the Not I think, I know. Yeah. Being unhappy a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Right? So, So what changed then? So for someone who's feeling... Um, they want they want to get to that place where every day, all the time, feels like that happier, that appreciation. Like what changed for you? Mm. Just to put you on the spot, right? Just to put me on the spot <laughs> and like talk about like probably the personal things. Well, not even personal, but like I think the concept the, is so big. So yes. I don't know if I can put it into like one thing, right? It's right. Um, so it's an overall like deciding to love myself fully like Mm -hmm. that was a huge part of Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. right um that's a lot of it um really looking at life in turn like like choosing to be happy yeah and not just choosing like from the choice but like choosing to do things in my life that made me happy and choosing to stop do things doing things that didn't make me happy. Right. Now, before you made those decisions, did you even have the awareness that you could choose? Or was that something that came and then once you realize, oh, like I can choose to be happy, then you're like, oh, obviously I'm going to do that. Uh, I think I knew that Mm -hmm. I could choose Mm -hmm. because like I was in the midst of like studying all this. Yeah. I just didn't know how other choices I were making were sort of like unchoosing. Right. And causing pain, right? Right. So, like, I believed and I knew that I could, like, choose, I could create the life I wanted, I could do things. But I also think I thought when I manifested a certain thing, then I'll be happy. Mm -hmm. Instead of figuring out, like, how do I get happy now? And how do I enjoy my life now? And how do I stop doing the things that make me unhappy? Yeah. I think I just want to highlight that. So, for you guys listening out there, it's the concept around not making the external stuff or the goals or whatever it is you're trying to manifest. Like Cassie and I have this whole show about manifesting it now, (laughs) but really ultimately we want you to manifest happy now. Like we want you to go after the emotion and the feeling because then it's like, that's, that's when everything else falls into place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. 
So what do you think about, like, what changed for you from thinking you had to be happy all the time to, like, knowing? um, So when I think of happy and I think of this concept of I want to feel good and be happy all the time, I wanted to feel, like, really good. Like, I want, like, it was, like, my goal to feel outrageously happy all the time and be that person that just, like, (laughs) (laughs) is, like, smiling and happy all the time. And then when I would go through different things and experience and not be happy, I would feel, I would beat myself up for that. And I'd be like, oh, I'm not doing good enough. I can't, why am I feeling bad? I should be feeling happy. So like that whole, we talked about at the beginning, that putting that pressure on myself. But so part of me releasing the resistance or my path of least resistance was acknowledging that, okay, maybe you don't have to be happy all the time. Mm -hmm. And then that thought opens me up to other thoughts. And I think other like more resistance-free thoughts, and I think that gradually moves me along to a place where I can feel happy most of the time. Mm -hmm. And I think like when, I don't know, just through experience, like the more I experience in life, I like feeling emotion. Like, I think that was some an awareness of that. Sometimes I want to feel, like, the sadness. I want to right? cry at a movie. Like, and it, it's, it's so weird, but it's, like, sometimes it just it feels so good. Yeah. Um, and so when I had that realization of that we're here to feel and that the ultimate experience is just to be in the moment and to feel all these, exp- feel, just feel. It's like, well, I don't want to... I don't want to miss out on that. Yes. Not even like, I don't want to miss out on it. I just, I want to live fully. So that's part of this life. Um, But I think part of the key is like, when you approach it like that and you approach it so that our emotions are not who we are, we can move through them easier. Like we're not, I'm not attached. Like I'm not a sad person. I'm not a happy person. I'm just, those are my emotions. I can feel those things. But it's not like who I am at my core, like I'm love, mm-hmm. right? So some element like that allows me to not get stuck in things or not spiral so much down or so much up. And even when I'm up now, like if I'm really up, it feels amazing, but I don't attach to being so high because I'm like, oh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go, like it's going to wave up and down. And just being there in the moment and appreciating the feeling, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It kind of went that. all over the place a little bit there, but. <laughs> no, I love it. And I think this topic isn't like, it's not super tangible, right? Like mm-hmm. it's, it takes. Because happy means different. Right. Happy for means different. Yeah. Like, and I, it's one of those things that I don't know how to describe to somebody sort of that, um, you know, appreciation to be alive until you sort of mm-hmm. get there, right? Yes. I didn't um, know it till I got there. I didn't know it until yeah. I got there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just like I kept, kept going, right, and just kept like and and so how when I you got say, there. When you say you kept going, what did, what do you mean? You kept going. So I kept following happiness. Yeah, you know, yeah, letting and then, it be your guide. Yeah. yeah, letting it be my guide, like to moving forward, but also allowing the other emotions to come, like to be there, like to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, not stopping them mm-hmm. from happening, but really allowing happiness to be the guide to like keep sort of climbing that mountain or stepping forward. Because I do think it's like a place you get to. Um, I think of it like climbing a mountain, and then you can see mm-hmm. everything, right? Like, yeah. 
um, I think for me, that's the process, the journey that it was. Yeah. I really like to think of like, cause I use the emotional scale a lot in my mm-hmm. coaching and like, um, going up and down and working yourself up from a low vibration to a high vibration. But in a bigger sense, I find that, um, you will be like, you work up, you, you have new set points mm-hmm. for your, for your happy. Yeah. So like happy could mean one thing. It could feel a certain way, but then you practice feeling good more and more and more. And it, it, um, transitions and transforms into being a different kind of happy, right? Like up the emotional scale, kind of like, mm-hmm. it, it's like a happier, happy. It is a happier, happy, yeah. which is like, uh, what are we talking about? But it is a happier happy. It's like a new level. And I think there's some like brain chemistry that ties into yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we know like there's neuroreceptors and there's neurotransmitters that are made for our different emotions. Mm-hmm. And so the more that you create neuroreceptors that are for happy, like it makes sense that there becomes a happier happy. Mm-hmm. Um, because more things can be activated. More of the chemical reactions that happen from that can happen. Yep. Yeah. Um, so this idea that we can be happy all the time. Um, do you think, I don't want to delve too much off this topic, but the idea that, you know how we've talked about in the past, you have to go down to go up. I know you don't believe that, mm-hmm. but I want you to just like um, refresh our listeners about how you feel you grow out of happiness. How you grow out of happiness. You know, like you don't need contrast. Oh, yeah. I don't think you have to grow. I don't think you have to have something that you don't like to seek more Mm -hmm. happiness, more of what you do like. I think you can grow in happiness by being like, okay, this is really awesome right now. Like, Mm -hmm. what would make it more awesome? Mm -hmm. And what would make it more awesome? And, like, to put it in a – I just got a visual, so I'll give it – hopefully this helps our listeners. It's like – if you like an ice cream sundae, right? Mm-hmm. And so you're like, okay, I have the ice cream, like, okay, happiness. Now I'm going to add some chocolate syrup, more <laughs> happiness. Like, what else do you want? You know, you know, you go to like the yogurt shop and do this with my goddaughter. And there's like, I don't know, 50 toppings that you can like put on top of your ice cream. Yes, I do know. I have learned about Menchie's recently. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, you're like, oh, I'll take a scoop of gummy bears. Oh, and now I'll take a scoop of, I don't know, cookie dough. And now I'll take a scoop of, you know, cookies. And, like, there's, Mm -hmm. like, all of these things, right? And so, like, once you're, like, you know, you have sort of that bowl of happiness ice cream and, like, you can look at life and be like, what else do I want? Like, what else will make this better? Mm -hmm. What else will make this more awesome? Um, And so I think that's how you grow from happiness is, like, you, you get to like a certain level of happiness. You get to that baseline where you're happy 51% mm-hmm. <laughs> of the time, right? Mm-hmm. And then you say, what would make me more happy? Yeah. And what would be more awesome? And what would be, you know, mm-hmm. help me grow? And what do I want more of? Yes. Yeah. I love it. That's one of the questions I like give to my clients a lot is like being in the moment and, and asking yourself, what do I, like, what would make me feel best right now? Yeah. And, like, I even asked, I asked that to myself this morning. I think, what would make me feel best to think about right now? Or what would make me feel best to focus on right now? And you, your happiness kind of set point, just like we talked about, it does change. So as you get used to feeling happy more often. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to just be open to 
I, you guys know, like as we talk about, just be open to things cha- uh, transitioning and transforming as you go along. So it doesn't really serve you to set boundaries or specifics of what anything is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, say more of those. Okay, so like maybe you're happy right now is, or maybe you think you're going to be happy when you have this new house or whatever. And then, so you're attaching that to happy and then you get the new house and then you're not happy. So it's like your definition of happy is maybe changing, calling you to more. Yeah, so do you think that's calling to more? Do you think that's not being happy before you got to the house? Yeah, I think it's not being happy before you got to the house. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a good thing to talk to, right? Like, if you're always waiting on something else to be happy, like, the key is to find, like, happy where you are right now. Well, yeah, let's talk about that more. Mm -hmm. How, like, we attach a lot of, like, we'll be happy when this happens. Right. Yes. So we're you're putting off happiness. Yeah. Why? I know. Right? <laughs> like there's so many ways to activate. And I always say this, I'm sure I've said it more than once on the show, like make a list of 10 things that activate your happy so mm-hmm. that you know, it's like right there whenever you need to activate that. Cause mm-hmm. you can activate happy by taking a walk or watching five minutes of your favorite show or mm-hmm. whatever it is that makes you happy, makes you smile. Like you can do that every, you can do something every day yeah. that activates that. And it's that habit, you know, when we're waiting, like the example of like, when I get in the new house, I'm going to be happy. Like you're putting it off. And that's the pattern mm-hmm. is like, put off happy, put off happy. Like basically what you're saying and you're telling your brain is like, don't be happy. Don't be happy. Don't be happy. Yeah. Right. And, and that I'm not happy now. Yes. And so that's what you're practicing, and so that's what you're going to get more of. But when right. you practice, like, how can I be happy right now in this moment? Yeah. I um, love that question. Me too. Like, and I do, I tie kind of happy in with appreciation, I guess, a lot. Because, yeah, how, what can I, what about right now is good? Mm. And then that, like, there's always something, just like you said. Mm-hmm. And then that can snap you into that vibration right away. Yeah. You don't have to wait for it. Exactly. And the more you snap into that right away, like the more you get to those new levels of happy Mm -hmm. and just keep going and keep growing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's bring it back again to like this idea that people, do you think that society, like traditional society teaches us that we can be happy all the time or that we should be happy all the time? Uh, To a certain extent. I think a lot of advertising says we should be like, yeah happy 24-7. Yeah, I agree. And, like, I think there's, there's, you know, just being content, appreciating certain moments mm-hmm. is, like, that's pure happiness, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just being in that moment, like, not needing something, you know? Like, I just think of a lot of commercials, like, you should be doing this, or you should be doing that, and you should Yeah, be oh gosh, so all of happy, our advertising. Right, is, all yeah. of our advertising is mm-hmm. basically aimed in some way or another at saying, like, you're not happy enough. Mm-hmm. You're not you happy know? enough. Mm-hmm. How do you know when you're happy enough? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Like, <laughs> if there's, ha- like, happy enough. Like, I think it just keeps getting better and better. That's what I feel. Like, I feel like the more you're able to feel happy, the more you're able to feel everything. Yes. And it just gets better and better and better. I love this concept, and I would love for you guys to play with it, too, is this idea of everything just keeps getting better and better. Mm-hmm. And like, it's so true. And even, I don't know, I've always, like I mentioned at the beginning, called been attached to this idea of outrageous happy. Yeah. Like who, I want to be this person who's outrageously happy all the time. And 
Um, Which is how I think of you anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But, and so I think we talked about this a long time ago is that outrageously happy is very high energy, hard to maintain. Yes. And it's not something I, and when I think about it, I'm like, no, I love my downtime. Like I love my just (laughs) chill time. (laughs) I was just like, yeah, totally. No. Yeah, it does. It takes a lot of energy to maintain that outrageous. Um, yeah, because I don't think it's. I mean, there are moments where you're outrageously happy, right? Oh yeah. Um, but for that to be all the time, like they're created by the moment. The energy comes from like that moment. Mm-hmm. But if you have to create outrageously happy all the time, that takes a lot of energy on your part. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's what I originally thought of mm-hmm. as like, should I be happy all the time? It was like at that level. But if I kind of redefine how I think about it and it's, and that idea of being happy all the time can be, I'm like more like content and I'm, I'm positive all the time, then yes. that feels like, yes, I can be absolutely positive all the time. Right. Because I can, even when I'm in awful situations, I still can find a way <laughs> to look at it so it's not like devastating. Yes. You know? Yeah. Cause you can choose what you see and what right. you look at. Right. Which has taken your, like years of training. Yeah. Some like, I agree. We can do this, but it's not overnight. Um, but I, so I, I like that. I think that if you're questioning yourself, um, can I be happy all the time or should I be happy all the time? Kind of explore that a little bit more and kind of ask like, well, what do I want to be all the time? Do I want to be really high energy or do I want to be just more, um, even leveled or do I want to go up and down? Do I like the differences in feelings? Like how do I do I How do I really want to be? And what does happy mean to me? Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Cause I think it's personal. I think it's evolving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh God. I love how it changes. I know. Right. Yeah. It just gets better and better. Like it just gets said. better and better. <laughs> better and better. Like, yeah. yeah. But uh, it's all a process. I want to highlight that you said that like changing your thoughts and choosing better didn't happen overnight. It took years of practice, mm-hmm. right. To choose that. And like the same, like you can get happy, like pretty quickly you can get to a certain level of happiness, but like that, the process of keep choosing that and doing that and it getting better and better happens over time. Yeah. Happens as you grow. Yeah. How important do you think what we define as happy is? Because I will, like, if you could be talking to someone and you could be like, are you happy? And they can say yes. Whereas I'm looking at their life and being like, you're settling. What the, there could be so much more. Right. And so, like, co- comment on that. Um, like, defining people, defining their own happiness. So it's just like, um, I think it's, so I think sometimes people like say they're happy when they're not. I think that's kind of what I'm talking they don't about. Know what it is. Yeah. That's but what I, I think, mean. Yeah. Know what it is. Yeah. But I do think we all get like, we all, it's helpful to define our own like definition of happiness. Like what, what is included in happy? Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, I think some people, you know, just think they're happy when they're not. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, they do some things and then they realize like, oh, this is really what happy feels like. Right. This is really feels good. But it could be that this 
this pressure for us to be happy all the time mm-hmm. is having people is causing people to be like, oh yeah, I'm happy. Right. You know, like that external pressure versus being like, just being real and be like, no, I'm not feeling on top of my game right now. Mm-hmm. Or no, th- I'm going through a tough phase or something. Yeah. And accepting what it is because that actually allows you to move through it quicker. And get back to happy or be happy in the midst of it. Right. You know? like, or appreciating living in the midst of it. Right. Because yeah. you can still find, at any time, you can always get clear on what you, happy is to you like you know and begin to direct your focus there and your attention okay well what does it mean to me mm-hmm. has there been times that I felt joy and has there been times when I have been happy what does that feel like yeah that kind of idea yeah and I think we all have to ask for that so just wrapping up um Cass do you have any kind of summarizing concepts or anything you want to tell our listeners this might be like another show but I always um how many people generally like script happy all the time, but mm. it's like happy in your script one, because it's programming your brain. It's like creating those neuroreceptors for happy because you're yep. feeling it in your body. So it's like priming you to feel that happiness Yes. into like life happens. But I want them to have that practice of having that baseline of like appreciation for living. Like I'm still happy. Mm-hmm. You know, things are always going to happen in our lives that are going to cause other emotions to come up Mm -hmm. so I always shoot for happy all the time like not in a way that I feel like I should be or I judge myself if I'm not yeah but I feel like if that's where I shoot for um then then that keeps me going further and feeling more happy and creating more of what I want Mm -hmm. and getting better and better and better getting better and better and better right (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) yeah so do you have a money mantra for us today um oh I do let's see um, I invest in my happiness. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I hope everybody has an awesome week. Cassie and I just have one more thing for you guys. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.